0: All right, church, it is time to start making your way back to your seats. So adults, if you can start making your way back to your seats, Uh, kids, however, any of the kids that I have here this morning with us in service, if you guys can go ahead and join us up front here for your uh, Bible story. And church, if you could put your hands together and we're going to welcome Miss Anita this morning.
1: morning everyone. That smoke out there, my lesson uh, kind of is opposite of the smoke, so uh, it's good to see everybody though. Kids, have you gone swimming this summer? Yeah, I think everybody's gone out and played in the water. When you know how to swim, it's fun to splash around, especially when the water's warm and it's nice outside. If you've ever been to a public swimming pool, or a public beach, you may have seen the sign that says lifeguard on duty, and I know this past summer they even had to close up some of the pools because they didn't have a lifeguard. The sign lets the swimmers know that if they need help, someone is nearby to rescue them. If you get out in the water and you're struggling, even an adult, the lifeguard is there to jump in and help you god is like a lifeguard for our everyday struggles psalms 121 the whole chapter tells us that god is there to give us help he's always on duty to rescue us when we need help if you have a hard test at school he's going to help you get through it if you get sick or hurt he's going to help you get through it and maybe you have had problems with your friends or family God is there to help you get through it. God is always there. God made heaven and earth. Nothing is too hard for him. Ask God for help whenever you need it. Even if you think it's a little problem, God is there. When things get difficult, ask yourself, where does my help come from? The answer is always God. This past vacation Bible school, we learned about Joseph. He went from the pit to prison to the palace. Sometimes we may feel like we're in a pit, maybe even enclosed with bars around us because of so many problems, and we just don't know which way to turn. But like Joseph, we just need to remember God is always with us. And someday... We will arrive at our palace in the sky. In our second service today, kids, we're going to meet another man who knew God and trusted him when he was in trouble. We might even use these. Whoa. Do I have any kids to volunteer? Oh, Matt volunteered, of course. He doesn't have any hair. Thanks, Matt. And also, in Kids Church, we're going to memorize the whole chapter of Psalms 121. So we're going to be keeping busy. Remember, God is always with you. Have a good week, and remember, God loves you.
0: Thank you, Miss Anita. I don't know whose hand went up quicker to volunteer, Matt's or mine. But guys, you definitely don't want to miss second service, so make sure that you guys are back there with Miss Anita this morning. All right, church, so we have just a couple of announcements, a couple of reminders of uh, some amazing events that we have coming up here at home church. Uh, Before we jump into those, though, just a quick reminder, Uh, we were informed that choir practice is going to be canceled tonight due to the smoke. So tonight there will be no choir practice. Youth group, you guys are going to be meeting here on Thursday nights at 6.30. So, praise God. Amen. So, uh, guys, it's exciting. Our youth group is really growing right now. Um, Matt and Amanda are doing a wonderful job with these guys. So, for any of the youth that are here with us this morning, we would encourage you to come out at 6.30. Join us for a time of prayer before we get into the lesson. There's gonna be a meeting taking place between services today, and that is gonna be regarding the bowling league. So this meeting is gonna be taking place in the history room, and if you guys aren't familiar where that is, if you come down the side hallway here, it's this room right behind the uh, baptismal. So that's gonna be in between services today, and this meeting is gonna be for both returning and new members of the bowling league. If you're interested in joining, Please make sure that you attend that meeting. If you're unable to, then just reach out and contact Mr. Ron Sherwood for more information. Kids Quizzing is gonna be starting this Thursday, August the 26th. So just a reminder parents, uh, starting this Thursday, we are gonna be starting at 6.30 every week and we will be meeting every Thursday night. If you have any additional questions regarding kids' quizzing, we would encourage you to reach out to Sheree Matthews, or you can also contact our church office for more information. This coming Friday night, August the 27th, is gonna be Faith Night at the Reno Aces Ballpark. And just a reminder for any of you guys who may not have heard, The pregame worship is going to be led by our very own home church worship team. So tickets are only $9 a piece. And just a reminder, guys, these tickets are going fast. So you want to make sure that you get those as quickly as possible. The tickets can be purchased right out in our home church cafe or throughout the week. You can stop by the church offices and pick up your tickets that way. We have another baby shower that is coming up this Saturday, August the 28th, at 10.30 in the morning. So this is going to be for Haley Quintanilla. And that that baby shower is going to be taking place here at Home Church, right inside of our gym. So if you guys would like to pick up a present, just a reminder that Haley is registered on the Amazon website. And if you have any further questions regarding this baby shower we would encourage you to reach out to either Jeannie Adams or Kim Wood. Also, this coming Saturday, which is August 28th, there is gonna be a youth group Lake Day and Barbecue. <laughs> so this is gonna be taking place at Pyramid Lake starting at 5 p.m. So our wonderful youth leaders, Matt and Amanda, are gonna be hosting this Lake Day and Barbecue event. And just a reminder for the parents, number one, you guys are invited to attend the Lake Day along with your youth. And Matt and Amanda also have some permission slips and flyers as well. So if your kids are going to go, they need to fill out a permission slip and get that returned back to Matt and Amanda. Church, that brings us to the end of our upcoming events here at Home Church. So we are now going to move into our time of giving and worship. First off, we just want to give God all the praise and all of the glory for the faithfulness that you have showed in your tithes and offerings. We just want to remind you that you can continue to give online or you can drop your tithe inside of our offering box on the way out of the sanctuary. Church, go ahead and bow your heads with me as we ask God to bless today's offerings. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are God. There is no other God. There is none like you. God, you love us with an eternal love. And we give you our offerings as an expression of our love for you. God, we pray that our gifts would be used to extend your kingdom in our land. Father God, you are the source of all true and lasting joy. We praise you for your power, which is beyond compare, God. We worship you for your wisdom that we couldn't even begin to understand. God, you meet all of our needs. You restore the brokenhearted, God. You heal the wounded. How great are you, God? Fill our hearts with love as we respond by singing praises to you this morning. God, we pray these things through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
2: Amen. Let's all stand, church. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing this morning? Amen. Amen. Who's ready to sing with us this morning? Amen. Yes. Um, If you're watching online, um, we want to say thank you. And I just want to say thank you to all those who came this morning. I know it's tough in the smoke. Um, I've had quite a few texts this morning telling me they're not be able to make it. And so we just want to say hello and uh, thank you for joining in. But I don't know about you. There's a there's a phrase that rings so true with me right now. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There's power in the blood of the Lamb. Amen? Let's go. Let's do this this morning. There is
3: power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Oh wow. time there was power. I see it. Church, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood, in the blood of the Lamb, of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious
2: blood. Oh, see, I God Father, there is power. There is power. There is power. Sing out to the King of Kings. And there, there is power. Is power. This kid behind me, I don't know if it's the Red Bull or Jesus, but this kid can play. Amen. I tell him, don't drink Red Bull, but I know he sneaks it every now and then. <laughs> Amen. Who's ready to go free this morning? <laughs> if you only knew, I'm, I'm ready to go free this morning. I want to be free in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: is my defense i'm going free right when the gas I won't go back, yeah. That's just not who I am Lord, I will brand new man I'm going I'm on a narrow road It's paid with grace and hope It's gonna leave me home I'm going free I'm going free
2: in Jesus. Amen. We are free.
4: me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light God says come to him and he will give you rest
3: Saturday was silent Surely it was through
4: Since when has impossible ever stopped you? Friday's disappointment Is Sunday's empty too? Since when has impossible ever
3: stopped you?
2: Say that again. Sing church.
3: Saturday was silent. Surely it was through.
4: Since when has impossible ever stopped you?
3: Friday's disappointment. Sunday's, Sunday's empty too.
4: Since when has impossible ever stopped
3: you? Yeah. This is the praise make a dead man walk again Open the grave, I'm coming now I'm gonna live, gonna live again This is the sound of dry bones at Yeah Best This is the praise, make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming now. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Yeah, one more time. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Yeah. This is the praise, make a dead man walk again. Yeah. Open the grave, I'm coming now. I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This is the sound of dry
4: bones rattling. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the praise, make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming now. I'm going to live, going to live again This is the sound of troubles rattling. This is the sound of troubles rallying This is the praise, make the dead man walk again Open the grave, I'm coming now, I'm going to live, going to live again, this is the sound of dry bones rattling.
5: Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we can lay all of our burdens down to you because you are worthy. Help us to remember that the joy of the Lord is our strength. But in your strength, you can carry everything that we lay at your feet. We love you, Lord, and we just pray that today everyone would just relax And feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come and fill our pastor. And may your words through him resonate deep in our hearts. We love you so much, Lord. Hear our prayer. Come now. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Thank you, worship team. Who we'll gave give our worship team a hand this morning. Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you so very much. Hallelujah. I want to give a, want to give a uh, quick shout-out to uh, all the families who are uh, at home, aren't feeling well this morning. We just want to say thank you for joining in. Um, we are praying for you, and I am praying for you to get better, to get well, and our church is praying for you, amen? Amen, amen. amen. So I, uh, I want to start off this morning, I read a, a story about a young female teacher, and her first assignment, she announced to her class of second graders that she was an atheist. And you're supposed to say, but that's okay. And she asked them, how many of them were atheists too? And of course, not knowing what an atheist was, (laughs) wanting to be like their teacher, their hands all went up, except one little girl, Lucy. She did not raise her hand. The teacher asked, why did she decide to be different? Lucy said, because I'm not an atheist. The teacher said, Well, what are you? Lucy said, I'm a Christian. The teacher, a little perturbed, asked Lucy why she was a Christian. Well, Lucy said, I was brought up in a home where people love Jesus. My mom's a Christian. My dad's a Christian. Now I'm a Christian too. The teacher became angry. Well, that's no reason. What if your mom was a moron? What if your dad was a moron? What would you be then? Little Lucy smiled and then said, Then I'd be an atheist. <laughs> the truth is the, the idea that somehow there is no God is so extreme to me. But I can understand why some would think so at times. I would say it's unnatural to the human mind the condition of who we are. Because it's becoming more common as we continue living this life. There are people right now searching in search of a God that we know. And by God's grace we have been commissioned. Amen. What a, what a privilege it is that we have the gospel of Christ to share to those in need of salvation. Not just reading the Bible, not just keeping it for ourselves, but we have the tool, we have the gold, we have Jesus, and there's so many right now, especially in this day and age we live in. So much fear, worry, discouragement. And I want to do part two, Enough, this morning um, in a series right now that I've titled Enough. How I many you know discouragement is a killer? I mean that. It's a killer. It's, it's a killer. These first ten verses in chapter 19, 1 Kings, really lays out the story about Elijah. Uh, Elijah is a prophet of God who is dealing with some discouragement in his life. And I've learned, I'm learning, I should say, in this journey of life, there are cycles. And if there's anything we get out of this sermon before I even start, there's a thing called cause and effect. I mean, no cause. I'm going to say cause. Cause and effect. Amen. And cycles. If I do this, this is what will happen. If I don't do this, this won't happen. It's a pattern of life, cause and effect. And then there's also cycles. We go through cycles in life. Some people learn from the cycles, and then there's some people, you ask yourself, I thought they would have learned by now. Um, they've recognized the pattern and there's some who don't recognize the pattern. There are patterns of life. But I've realized before God does anything special in my life, any time that God did something amazing in my life, whatever that was, there was always some drama beforehand. Do I got to witness? Some, some, some crazy drama beforehand. And then, and, then, and then before that, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I used to get upset about this. I used to lose my cool. I used to, but now I, I kind of sit back and I, and I look at the horizon of what's, what's happening and I say, God, what do you have in store for me? What do you have for me? And then the miracle shows up, but then sometimes on the back end, there's another problem, drama. Now, It's like a, like a drama sandwich you know you got but the the but the meat in the middle is so good that it really doesn't matter what comes before or after because what god gives you in the middle is amazing and that's how we need to look at life sorry i'm hungry right now <laughs> <Me too. laughs> amen what's for lunch Oh, we'll go or for dinner that's tomorrow night amen amen So instead of getting upset or angry, I say, God, what do you have in store for me? Elijah is experiencing this in his life, and so I want to kind of rehearse last week for a little bit for those who weren't um, here and for those who are watching online with us just just for a tiny bit. Um, The children of Israel couldn't decide um, whose God will be God, so to make a long chapter short, he calls on God And the false prophets of Baal call on their God. And the persons whose God would answer by fire would be the true and living God. And uh, the prophets of Baal called on their God and he was, what what happened? He was sleeping. I don't know what happened to him. But then Elijah called on his God, or may I say our God, our God, and he answered by fire and consumed the offering he had a victory an achievement in his ministry 16 miracles then we get to chapter 19 and he gets disappointed he gets discouraged and well, last week we talked about the three things that fed i would say that 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 helped this discouragement and something i forgot to put in last week to be discouraged is this to lose confidence to lose hope to be defeated in spirit to be obstructed by opposition To have your courage drained, no strength to fight, the strength to fight is gone. Please tell me I'm not the only one who's been there. (laughs) Elijah got discouraged, just like myself at times. And so number one, what happened, number one last week was what people say about you. I will say, never let what somebody thinks or says about you determine in your mind who you are in God and what you are. Number two, self isolation. In verses uh, four of 1 Kings 19, he found himself isolated. And how many know the worst thing you can do when you're in a place of discouragement is talk to yourself. You know, it's the, it's the worst thing you can do. You, you, you don't want to do that, trust me. Um, he says, he says, they, they, they're coming to kill me. It's enough. It's enough. Number three, fear of the future. He did not know what the future had for him. He said, they're going to take my life. And so discouragement is fueled by the uncertainty of tomorrow. But we need to be confident and know that God has our tomorrow in his hands. Amen. Amen. So I want to go into part two of this message, and I just want to say, Barb, thank you for praying. I could feel the spirit calming myself, and I'm just at peace, so thank you. And I want to say it's good to have you back home. Amen? Amen. 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 Yes. I want to go into part two of this message and deal with the actions that we can take. So for those who are writing notes, the actions we can take that could help us with our discouragement, that can encourage us when we need. So I want to give you some encouraging things to do. What did Elijah do? What helped him out of this place of discouragement? You might not be discouraged this morning. You might just be a little upset that it's smoky outside. You might be having a beautiful day, a beautiful week, but discouragement wants to find you. So number one, what do you do? What did Elijah do? Number one, it's too simple, too easy. Oh, he already put it up for me. Brother, you got to help me out, man. I was gonna, I to do a drum roll here. Now I didn't get the effect I wanted. <laughs> get rest. Somebody say rest. Get rest. Elijah is so worn out. He is so tired. He is exhausted. The ministry, serving. Uh, do we have any supervisors out here? Anybody that supervises people? Okay, we got one. Anybody else? Okay, Two, okay. Any bosses? Any bosses? Any employees? Any employees? Okay, all hands went up. All right. Any retired people? Okay, all right. Awesome. So he gets rest, he's drained, he wore himself out, 1 Kings 5 right here, it says, then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, I don't know about you, but that sounds nice right now, suddenly an angel touched him, that'd be freaky, and said to him, arise and eat, Then he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals. Wow. I'm not sure what kind of cake that was, but if it was anything like chef of all trades, I'm sure it would be really good. A cake baked on coals and a jar of water. I'm not sure about that. What about Dr. Pepper? That would have been cool. So he ate and drank, and laid down again. One of the things he did, I believe I also need to learn how to do. And that is lay down. Don't say amen. I saw somebody going like this. One of the things I believe we need to do is lay down. One thing I'm realizing is I'm not the, I'm not the energizer bunny. Um, God didn't design us to live without rest. We need seasons of rest. Amen. Amen? Exodus 16, 23 through 30. Interesting passages right here. God gives us instructions to the children of Israel and tells them what they should do in periods of time and, and what they should do with their life, what they can do, what they can't do, stuff like don't cook on the Sabbath. And all the wives said amen. <laughs> and, and then I'm, I cook sometimes too, and I, so I said amen. So my new thing now is, um, and it was, it's awesome, it, the, the word gives us, the scripture gives us right here, it says if you want to cook and bake your meals the day before the Sabbath, do that, that way when the Sabbath comes, you can Have a a Sabbath. You can rest. So if your wives or husband, whoever's cooking today, just say, no, we're going out to eat. I ain't cooking. (laughs) Amen. And just say, Pastor said. No, don't say Pastor said. Say the Bible said. And then uh, we'll be fine. I got a new rule in my house. No more cooking on Sundays. My wife's smiling right here from ear to ear. Let it be a day of rest. And Exodus, it also has, it says, six days you labor, one day you rest. You rest. And it was actually put in the Ten Commandments. Exodus 20, "You work six days, rest one. That's how God designed us to live. It's when we wake up and we're working and we're working and we're working and we're non- it's nonstop and there's no rest Really, if we're honest, we're operating in sin. I was hoping to get one amen there, but it's okay. It's okay. Let me say this. I know this is not for this service. This is for next service, okay? This is not for you guys, but I just want to prepare. I want to practice this, what I'm going to say right here. I want you at church next Sunday. I don't want you to say pastor said rest, so I'm going to stay home. Church is rest. Amen? That's not for you guys. That's for next service, because you've got to watch them. They'll they'll stay home, because I said rest. I was talking to a pastor. He said, um, which some of you know him, but I I don't want to share his name. He he said he was overworking himself. He became very sick. He said it, it, it scared him when he's at the hospital, and his children couldn't touch him. They couldn't talk to him he he said he was working and working and working and working and his Sabbath was Sunday and how many know for pastors that's really not a day off and I can understand where and so he says I take a day, I, I, I take a day now and it's either I, don't, I forgot Monday or Wednesday and He shared with me the importance of doing that. And I am so grateful to have a board and a staff that reminds me to take breaks. And so this last Tuesday, I took a break. Um, I I actually turned my phone off. And it was really nice. It really was nice. And then, of course, I turned it back on. And then there was ding, 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 ding. Felt like I was in a boxing ring. <laughs> but it was an amazing, it was an amazing time of rest. I absolutely loved it. He said he went to California and slept for four days. He said, Carlos, I I laid down and I got up. I ate and then I laid down, I got up and ate. He said there was all this stuff to do. He said, one of the people in his church. Get, let them use their cabin. He said there was fishing, there was boating, there was ca- all this stuff. He says he wanted to do it all, but he couldn't because he was so tired. He said, all I did was sleep for four days. He said, and when I left, I felt so refreshed. He said, but it was so scary because I was at the hospital and I could see my kids, tears in their eyes, tears running down their face. They can't touch their father. They can't see their father. He says I, I could have died. And he goes, I, my perspective has changed. We need rest. We need rest. And I believe we need to make that commitment this morning to take care of ourselves, to take care of our body. He gave us one to use for His glory. Amen? Amen. I mean, as much as I love Pizza Plus, I'm starting to get convicted. <laughs> I never thought a pizza could be a god. Those wings are like little angels. <laughs> those, those french fries, they're just, I don't know what it is. My wife loves the, the little ones that are like really crispy. They're, they're the ones that were at the bottom, just soaking in the Holy Spirit, you know. <laughs> just soaking it all in. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> but I I notice, I notice many of you taking care of your bodies. I could see it. And what a blessing! What an encouragement it is to have brothers and sisters to serve God with, and I, You're active. You're hiking. You're, who knows? You're in Mexico. You're, you're, you know. You, you're, you're taking care of your body that God gave you. Because I don't want to abuse, um, and I'm I am preaching to myself this morning, church. I don't want to go beyond the capacity of what I can do. I need to rest. We need to we we need to chill, we need to relax and and rest. Number 2, replenishment. I want to read this verse again right here. Replenish, replenishment. Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, "Arise and eat." Then he looked And there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Two things he needed was rest and physically to to be replenished. And I believe it's important to know what to eat. Eating at the right time. Eating the right things. Verse 7 right here, it says, And the angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat. You know he had to be tired. The angel, You ever, you ever been in a place, not only tired, but you're just so discouraged, you don't even want to eat? The angel's reminding him here, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. So he arose and ate and drank and he went, listen to this, and he went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights. Wow. I, I like that diet and I don't like that diet. <laughs> I, I love this passage here. Here he's in a season of resting and eating, resting and eating. And I, I, I love that, but he's eating the right things. And I believe physical food is important, but I, I believe the passage here is talking about something even deeper. It's even greater than physical food. I believe it's talking also about spiritual food, replenishment. Really, we need to be feasting upon the word of God, feasting on what the angel is speaking it's one thing to read the Word of God as literature. To read the Word of God as I'm doing what i have you know, read. You ever see a kid pick at their food? And you just want a ungrateful little guy. You know what I'm saying? They're just picking at their food. Mama slaved all day and I don't like it. They're just kind of picking. God's Word is there and we're just kind of picking it. Then there's that, and then there's some kids that you 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 give them, and they're just they're consumed. They're eating the food. They're grateful. They're they're taking every bite in, and they're and that's that's me right there, just eating a good meal. But that's what we need to be doing when it comes to the Word of God, feasting our eyes upon God's Word and reading it. Because how many know you can read the same verse a thousand times, but that thousand and one time. Something pops out that never popped out before. All of a sudden now, you, it's like your taste buds change spiritually. You taste it, and it's different. I used to not like hummus, but now I love hummus. I used to not like sushi, but now I love sushi. I, who's with me? All of a sudden now, this didn't make sense, but now, all of a sudden, it makes sense. It's speaking to me in a different way. Feasting our eyes upon the Word of God, meditating upon the Word of God, allowing it to speak to our lives, to speak to the drama, to speak to the dilemma that I'm in, to speak to the circumstance that I'm in, to help me with decision making, to give me hope, to give me answers, to give me the ability to keep moving forward when I don't feel like it because I'm discouraged. Let this word speak to your pain. Let the word speak to your problem. Let the word of God change your outlook on what's happening. I love what the scripture says. I'm going to read it one more time. He, he ate, drank. And he went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights on what he ate. Here's what I believe. God will give you a word when you're reading, when, you're, when, you, when, when the Spirit wakes you up. God will give you a word that will last until the next time he meets up with you. As you're reading God's word, He will give you something. He will, he will throw you something that will last 40 days and 40 nights. Going back to my, my brother, my, uh, not my the pastor, also told me his wife um, was going through something called menopause. He said he was also going through it too, and I was like, "Really? I didn't know." He said it's called "man on pause." <laughs> You'll get that in the morning, all right? Chris. <laughs> oh, he's. He said. Uh, he's, he said she has all. He said Carlos. She had all the symptoms. That, that comes with that. She's. She got attitude. He said she walked with attitude before, but now it's even, I mean, this is attitude, all irritable, moody, everything that goes with menopause, he said she had it. But he said his wife went on this reading the Bible within a year, ended up doing it within six months. He said it convicted him seeing the dedication that she put into something that they talk about all the time, but really she's going back to it and falling back in love with it. And he said, it changed everything. He said, the home is different. She's different. All because of the word of God. So I thought about that, shared a lot of other things. I thought about that, and I said, "Well, the answer to menopause, the Bible. As I close, it was advertised that the devil was putting up for sale all his tools. On that date, the tools were laid out. They had prices marked on them for public inspection. And there were a lot of treacherous instruments. Hatred, envy, jealousy, deceit, pride, lying, and so on. Laid apart from the rest of the devil's tools was a tool, but it was worn more than any of the other tools and was priced very high. What's the name of this tool? Asked one of the customers. The devil replied, That one is discouragement. Why have you have it priced so high? The devil said, Because discouragement is more useful to me than all the other ones. I can pry open and get inside a man or woman's heart with that one when I can't get near them, he or her with any other tool. It's badly worn because I use it on everyone. So few people know it belongs to me. Church, I want to encourage you and I want you to help me help you. Work, work, work. Good, good, good. It's good. It's good to work good to accomplish. But remember to rest, eat properly but make make sure when you're eating make sure you're eating the word of God. You're feasting your eyes upon God's word and allowing that word to come in, to settle and to give you supernatural strength. Never let go of God's word. Amen. Rest in the goodness of Jesus and look, and today if you have plans to cook look, that, I'm not I'm not throwing any stones okay but I'm just help me help you take a day what is your Sabbath? what is your Sabbath? to those in ministry your Sabbath should be a day of Monday, Tuesday not Monday, that's staff meeting uh, Tuesday not Tuesday that's uh, pick a day get a day and rest and when you're resting you're not watching Netflix, you're, you're resting you're meditating on God praying, worshipping rocking out to Caleb Amen Amen Hallelujah Did you get fed this morning? Yeah. Amen, thank you, Amen For those who are watching online and those who are here this morning, if you don't know Jesus, I would encourage you to ask Christ into your life. Ask him into your heart. This morning, I'm going to have my brother Matt come up and he's going to uh, give the benediction this morning as we um, close. And if you would like to pray this prayer of repentance, pray with our brother this morning. And uh, I would encourage you to come back next week. We're going to find out what happens with Elijah. Amen? Who's ready? Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it.
6: If I could have everybody bow their heads with me. Lord, we want to come before you today and thank you for these words of encouragement in a time where things feel out of control a lot of times it's nice to remember that you can take our burdens you can take our yokes that we can find rest within you and that man does not live on bread alone but from the words out of your mouth I'd encourage everybody who is here in person or watching online to feed themselves to open that book and to find rest and sustenance within you. And if you don't know the life and the work of Jesus and the salvation that it can provide, to admit your sin, to say, Lord, I am a sinner. I have created hurt problems in this world and I have made a good world imperfect as well I can't create perfection on my own but through the work of Jesus Christ I can be taken underneath his shield I can find a rest and I can find salvation in who your son is, what he did for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.